This is the Cannabis Podcast on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here is your host, Ian Beckles. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to the Cannabis Podcast. I hope everybody is surviving this COVID and coronavirus. So we're trying our darndest, and hopefully our THC and your CBD products are helping you get through this ordeal. Um, we're going through a metamorphosis, sort of, so to speak, here in uh, our building on West Shore and Gandhi. Um, it's called Flavor Tampa Bay right now, but we're going to change it into Dignitary Cafe. And what we're going to be doing here is we're going to be selling CBD products. We'll be selling uh, Coal Fire Roasters, which is a CBD coffee. Um, there's some other products like New Aqua Water, if you guys don't know much about this. It's a local product. Um, it's 20 milligrams of CBD. I have a bottle of it right in front of me. I drink about a couple of these a day, and uh, the body feels good. So anyway, you can get CBD in your body. You want to do that because it is beneficial to uh, our well-being. Now, as far as CBD goes around the country, you know, some states like Colorado and Illinois are joining the ranks of about a dozen states where CBD and other hemp-derived products can be sold at the dispensaries and, um, you know, they're opening new sales outlets, uh, for the growing industry. And I didn't really know that you're not really allowed to sell those CBD products in the dispensaries, but they're allowing that to open up. And from what I hear, uh, the CBD industry is struggling. I wouldn't have thought that because it seems like you can get CBD any darn where you turn a corner and CBD seems to be popping up right there. And, you know, uh, the states are taking their own approaches on how to regulate the sales of hemp uh, in medical and recreation dispensaries. Um, I guess the change is going to come and it's going to take effect on July 1st. So, you know, people in those states and it always trickles down. It doesn't start in Florida. We have to know that nothing really starts in Florida, uh, starts in Colorado, things start in California and then they end up here. So. Uh, look for that to um, transpire in the next little while. Now, you know, I like to read up a lot of these different articles about THC and CBD and how it affects our body uh, negatively, positively, the whole nine yards. Not everything is positive, by the way. Not everything is positive. The majority of stuff with THC and CBD is positive, and, but I will every once in a while, you know, come up with an article that's a, a negative article. You got to see both sides of everything. Not everything is rosy. Uh, so there's one article that really stuck out to me, and I think it's going to um, resonate with a lot of people, especially those who um, are going to dispensaries. Um, basically, th th this whole article was talking about how people are buying weed wrong. And the problem is, you know, as and I, I'm a culprit myself. Um, you know, if I go to a dispensary, I usually go to True Leave. Um, and I'm definitely a culprit of... If somebody says, would you like a six ounce steak or an eight ounce steak? I go for an eight ounce steak. That's just me. Okay. That's been me my whole life. And I don't think that's going to ever change. So my mentality off the rip is more. So everybody goes to the dispensaries and they see these super potent cannabis flowers with THC and a percentage of 25% and up. And what that does, it dominates sales. It dominates sales in dispensaries. And it makes sense because everybody is, you know, people are not going to the dispensary to get a little bit high. Okay. They're trying to get as high as they can. That's most people. Everybody's going to chase that first high. I don't think anybody will ever catch it. 
but that's you know the, the that's just a, a normal mentality for for an American person in general. But what they say is um, basically the high THC cannabis, it, although it sells out first, it's not it doesn't get you any more high than the other stuff. And it, it sounds crazy, but that's what they say. They've had the tests and they showed um, some different strains of twenty of twenty five and above and twenty five and less. And they had these, you know, little tests and trying to see how people react to, you know, the THC. And they found out that people that were ingesting THC less than 25% didn't necessarily get less high. So you have to look into the strains, okay? Because there's so many darn strains these days that when somebody just spits out a name, what we do is we find ourselves drawn to the numbers of THC or you find yourself drawn to the name, uh, perp something or something OG. I mean, that's that's what you always look for. You're looking for usually something that is a little stronger, and that's that's our mentality, unfortunately or, or fortunately. And some of those dispensaries, you know, when they get the THC that's so high, and once again, the average American, that's what they want. Okay, that's what they want. Um, they drive the price up astronomically, and they say some. Uh, some dispensaries are charging $75 for an eighth of something with the THC above 25%. I mean, that's $600 an ounce. I don't know what kind of weed you're smoking, but $600 an ounce is a little bit too much money to be spending on anything. I don't think I've ever smoked any weed that's that damn good. Not $600 an ounce. I smoke stuff that's close. But just remember that it's not always about the potency and the the number of THC, it's it's a combination. So what I say to everybody is, um, read up on the cannabis. Like if you're going to True Leave, you can literally read up on all the different strains and what they're selling and what it does and the benefits from it. Um, and that's what it's about. It's about knowledge. And, you know, that's what we're trying to do here, you know, as far as getting the show out there. We're trying to give people some knowledge so you don't have to go and dig up all this stuff. We're digging it up for you. So next time you go to dispensary, everybody, just know that the elevated THC doesn't necessarily make you that much higher, okay? And you may find a strain with less THC that is more suited for you. So what I would say to you is go out and do your homework. When you're going to pick up a strain at True Leave or wherever the hell you're going, Sertera, wherever it may be, look up and see what actually suits you. So once again, it's gonna it's right around the corner. We're getting this thing together every single day. We're gonna have this dignitary cafe opening up, and we're gonna be selling CBD products and CBD coffee and CBD water and uh, anything CBD that you need. We're gonna have it here. It's very conveniently located, West Shore and uh, Gandhi. And um, I don't believe there's a CBD coffee shop anywhere in Tampa opened as we speak. So. Hopefully we'll be the first one. Uh, being the first anything is not a bad thing. And I'm sure we'll do the podcast from here sometimes and have you guys come and hang out and have interview you guys and stuff like that. But that's what's on the horizon, so uh, stay tuned. If anybody wants to email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. Make sure you're listening to the other podcasts as well and the Ron and Ian show Monday through Friday. Uh, three to seven. Make sure you're listening to that as well. But I appreciate you guys listening in. It's about the knowledge and the education and um, and smoking good weed as well and ingesting it, no doubt. Everybody have a wonderful week. Get out there and smoke or ingest something delicious. I know I will. Peace out. For more information on medical cannabis, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter at Ian Beckles. 
This has been the Cannabis Podcast on Radio Influence. This is an MMA report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan. Quick fix on Radio Influence. I, I guess my one takeaway from the, the Kimbo uh, fight lore episode was you just can't tell the Kimbo slice story in 30 minutes. No, you can't. And and I haven't seen the other episodes, but the ones you've described to me, especially the uh, Nick Diaz and Joe Riggs thing, that kind of seems perfect for the fight lore formula because it's a small story about Nick Diaz and Joe Riggs fighting each other in the hospital. And it's a 30 minute chunk, whereas Kimbo Slice is a very just amazing character. And there are so many pivots to his story. You could go so deep into the street fighting aspect of his fights. They're so captivating and interesting. Obviously, we're talking about a one-hour bit on the Elite XC run. We're talking about, you know, a lot of time spent in the UFC and then a lot of time spent in Bellator. And it would take someone who's kind of independent of the UFC and Bellator to put together a great, Kimbo Slice documentary because that's really possible uh, because it's such a a well-rounded story that is in so many different fight promotions. So watching that fight lore did get me thinking like, wow, I have a real appetite for like a three hour long Kimbo documentary, a two part Kimbo documentary. It's just a shame uh, that we weren't able to get that sit down interview to go with that documentary because hearing Kimbo's perspective to me is so interesting but the fight lore episode was great. It was so enjoyable. I can't believe I had never seen Jorge Masvidal street fight. I had not seen that um, prior to the fight lore episode. And to see that was, was quite interesting. There was a lot of things that I did not know. And uh, I particularly enjoyed the interviews with Kimbo's mother and um, the manager and, of course, uh, his, his son, which I did not realize that his son was accompanying him to some of these street fights. That's a interesting father-son activity. The MMA Report with Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.